Welcome back to Real Time with Alex Normandin. I am your host, Alex Normandin, and I am so grateful that you decided to click on this episode that I am recording at 6.09 p.m. on Valentine's Day, the day of love. So I'm recording this as well for different channels. So if you're watching this over there, you're awesome. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, I am grateful that I am in your ears and I have your attention. I will not take it lightly. So the purpose of this podcast, guys, is literally to give you free value, whether that's from myself and things that I have learned, whether that's from other guests that I've met in real life or that I believe can truly, truly help you. And with my hand on my heart, if you're watching this, I am not going to ask for anything on this podcast. It is give, 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 give. And I make this podcast for you guys. Nothing else. You're not going to have any ads. You're not going to have any sales things in this podcast. This is strictly for you, strictly to help you, whether that's through my stories, other people's stories, or things that have worked for me, things that have helped me along the way of my journey. And for those of you who don't know me, I I left home when I was 19 years old. I went to Australia and I started backpacking and I really, really, really grew a lot out there. I ended up stumbling across a business opportunity and I was working six, seven days a week running a team, running an office, and eventually running a company. So I have lots that I've learned from that. And in specific, I'm going to dive into what love has taught me throughout this episode. So if this is something that interests you, please continue. And I'm going to teach you some ways that you can love yourself, different ways that I love myself, and the different strategies and techniques that I use to keep my heart cup, my love cup full. And I'll also also tell you guys about other things that love has taught me throughout my my 23 years on planet earth so far so let's roll love what an interesting topic and for me i didn't tell my parents or anybody in my entire life i swear to god hand on my heart that I never told anybody I loved them until I was 19. Was it 19? 19. Yeah, 19 years old. So I was like 19 and a half years old. And I finally said the words, I love you. And I don't know why I held off that long. I mean, I do know why. But at that point, I was like, I wanted to say it. I really did. But something inside me just didn't want to say it. Because I guess it was a fear of being vulnerable or... I don't know what it was at the time. However, I later on figured out why I didn't say I love you. So I'm going to I'm gonna bring it back. So throughout the first 19 years of my life, never said it to anybody. And then obviously throughout my growth, you know, eventually you got to say it because it's a very powerful, powerful, powerful thing. If you've fallen in love before, you know that it can do crazy things to your heart, to your brain, to your body. So I went to a seminar when I was 19 years old. And I learned about the power of love. And I figured out that love, so if I said there was four basic human needs, significance, uncertainty, and variety, uh, certainty, and love and connection. Love and connection for me was at the very, very, very bottom. I didn't care about it. I didn't need it. All I wanted in my life at that point was uncertainty, meaning variety, trying new things, traveling, meeting new people, and growth. So my top one was uncertainty. And my second one was growth, hence why I went to Australia. So at that point, I didn't need it. I didn't realize I need it. However, it is a human need. Every human being needs love and connection. 
some prioritize it more, some prioritize it less. So at that point, when I went to that seminar, I realized that I didn't care about it. I didn't, it wasn't a thing for me. All I wanted to do was try new shit and, and grow. So after that, I went through a very, very intense transition and intense process at this seminar. It was called Date with Destiny with Tony Robbins. And if you haven't been, I definitely recommend it. And that's just from, from me. I'm not selling that, of course, but it changed my life incredibly. And there's a documentary on Netflix called I Am Not Your Guru, if you're curious. And after that seminar, I kid you not, I walked outside. I walked to the beach. I was in the Gold Coast of Australia. And I called both my parents. And for the first time in my entire life, I said, I love you to both of them. And that was a massive moment for me. And both my mother and my father, they, my mom started crying. It was a, it was a, I think it was a sunny day in Canada. And they both started crying when I said it to them. And from that moment forward, I knew the power of love. All I had to say was three words. I love you. And it causes emotions in a human being to make them cry. So, and in that moment, I felt free after 19 years of, of, of not saying that it felt incredible. So at that point, after that seminar, I realized that love was something that I was going to focus on in my life. And love was something that was important to me. And it was a priority to me. So at that seminar, I opened up my heart, I became vulnerable, I became loving, I became honest, I became truthful with myself and others. And organically and naturally I fell into a relationship how much later it was I believe it was I met the girl about eight months after that seminar because I opened up my heart and I, I became more loving more open more confident and and I didn't care about what people thought I said I love you to my family I said I love you to my to my friends and and from that point forward my my life really deepened it went to another level so that was my first lesson of love when I said it to my parents and after that, I, I eventually started to connect with people differently. And I, about a year later, I entered a relationship. And those human needs earlier that I mentioned, my initial ones, again, were uncertainty was my number one and growth was my second. So I just want to, I'm going to do this in another podcast episode, the six human needs. I'll just briefly touch them here. So stay with me. It is important to the max. First human need, significance, good or bad. You could be significant for wanting to, for example, run for president to change the world. That could be a positive way of significance or with, with respect and not respect, but with, you know, nothing, nothing, no opinion on this. Hitler, significance, bad, right? So significance is the first human need. Second human need is certainty. Certainty of income, certainty of love, certainty of having a home, certainty of whatever it may be. Third human need, uncertainty and variety. So always trying new things, eating new food, traveling to new places, meeting new people. That is uncertainty. Number four, love and connection. Okay, those are the four basic human needs. Now, if we go to more spiritual human needs, the next one is growth. And the one after that is contribution. So the four basic too spiritual. So at that point, going to the seminar, I only had uncertainty and growth. Growth was a good one. That's why I got to the seminar because I wanted to grow. Uncertainty, yes, uncertainty is needed in life to have fun, to, you know, uncertainty, I like to say is the spice of life. Makes life interesting, trying new things, meeting new people, traveling, doing new shit. So from that point forward, I put a focus and I swapped it onto love and connection was number one. 
Number two, I kept it growth because I still wanted to grow. I was 19 years old. I wanted to love more, but I also wanted to grow. So naturally, I fell into a relationship a year later after that seminar because I had a focus on love. And eventually, I attracted this woman into my life. And that was incredible for me. I didn't, I didn't realize love was that, that powerful. And eventually, I fell into that relationship. And of course, I'm, not, I'm, I'm single now, in case any of you people are wondering. I am single now, and I exited that relationship for reasons that I will not disclose until maybe another episode and I talk about the breakup. <laughs> we'll see. So I fell deeply in love and I opened up my heart and I went all in on that love. And it was honestly, it was in the end, it was the worst pain I've ever been in in my entire life. But throughout it, I loved it. Fell deeply in love, uh, traveled 15 countries with this girl and we ran a business together, lived together. Eventually, it just wasn't, wasn't for me. I had to end it because of a variety of reasons. and. I didn't know the power of love. When I fell in love, I'm like, what is going on? I worked my ass off two years, two and a half years actually, to open up my own company in Australia, which I did. So I got to move from Sydney, Australia, if you guys know it, to Western Australia, Perth. And three weeks before I made that move, I asked this girl to be my girlfriend. Out of nowhere, I didn't plan it. Looking back, it might not have been the best idea. It was though, because it taught me a lot and brought me to where I am today. But she moved over with me to open up the company. So there was love and there was growth and business and success and achievement mixed. And you know the famous quote, love is blind. So that seemed like a good idea at the time. And if she came, great. If she didn't come, I totally understood. She had friends in Sydney and this was my duty. This was my, my goal was to move, was to open up my own company. So I was going for sure. And eventually she decided, yes, I'm going to come. So she came and three weeks into the relationship, we spent every single day together. We moved in together. We lived together probably a bit too fast, which is why the relationship is no longer active. It's no longer alive. It's in the past, a long, long in the past. feels like another life. Really weird to think about it. Anyways, so eventually, considering love was my top need and growth was my second, eventually she wasn't happy in Australia. She was, she was happy in Australia, but she wasn't happy in Perth because Perth is a very isolated city. And I worked my ass off for two years to open up this office, but I was in love. I was in love. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care about anything else. All I cared about was that love. So... <laughs> I'm cutting the story short here, guys. But eventually, I was running that office, making more money than I ever imagined in my life. And she said, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm not happy. And you can come with me or you can stay here, do what you want. Uh, but I'm not happy. And I thought about this for a week. And I was on pace to make like hundred dollars to $200,000, depending on how my office did that following year. And eventually, I thought about it for a week. And I said, you can always make more money but you could potentially never find another love. And at that point, how deep was that into the relationship? Half a year, honeymoon phase, hardcore. And out of nowhere, I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to leave this business and I'm going to pursue the love. So I did that. Left the business, left everything, left Australia, left everything I worked for behind for this, you know, this love. So I dove all in to this relationship, all in. Left everything 
And we ended up traveling 15 countries in a year, went to Canada, all over Asia, Europe, and I eventually moved to Norway. And I'll save this detailed story for another time. So love taught me that it's blind a bit. Sometimes it'll cause you to do crazy, crazy things. And my quote that I love to, love to, love to think about when I think about relationships is, and for anyone wondering, I'm all for relationships, 100%, the right relationship. So love taught me that, relationships taught me that it magnifies life. Life is better when shared with somebody. Think about it. When you do something really awesome, when something really, really awesome happens in your life, what's the first thing you do? You message your best friend. You message your partner. What just, this just happened. Oh my God, I just did this. Life is better when shared. That's what love taught me. Life is better when shared. And love and relationships magnify life. They just intensify everything. They intensify the pain when you're fighting. They intensify the feelings when you're making love. They intensify everything. So that's what love taught me first, was that life is better when shared. So that was my love story. Eventually, I, I exited that relationship. So once I opened up my heart and decided to love unconditionally, my life changed. I entered a relationship, learned a lot about relationships. My business grew because I, I valued love and connection. The culture in my company grew because I valued love and connection. So love, love is powerful. It is it is. The word might be overused, but it is very, very, very powerful. So that's my story on love, guys. And I will continue to love unconditionally. Whether if somebody is rude to me, I will love them. If somebody is amazing to me, I will love them. I've committed to life, a life of love and a life of love and connection. And I'm super single right now, but I am so ready for the next relationship. I am so ready to give unconditionally. And for those of you out there in a relationship, rock on. I am so proud of you. I hope that is you are happy. And re remember, relationships, yes, they are challenging, but they should be more positive than negative. Yes, people argue. Yes, people disagree. You might have fights. But as soon as it gets more negative and you start fighting more than the positive things, that's when you should reconsider your relationship. relationship because... Towards the end of my relationship, yes, it was toxic. Yes, it was very, very bad. And I started to get physical pains. And I knew at that point that I don't want to be in this relationship anymore because I was hurting physically. However, in the first bit of the relationship, I was loving it. I was feeling all the, all the emotions, all the awesome sauce and chemicals and all this good stuff in my brain. It was awesome. So that's that, guys. Love is awesome. Happy Valentine's Day. Now, I'm going to transition briefly into ways to love yourself. I was talking about loving others. However, there are ways that I love myself and self-love practices that I use. And they go as following. And this is just made up on the spot, present with my heart. Here we go. So self-love is very, very important. We can love others. Valentine's Day is all about giving and, and going out with your, with your significant other and appreciating. Obviously, love should be every single day. Valentine's Day just very intensifies it, intensifies it and puts a focus on it. But love obviously should happen every single day. Now, when it comes to self-love, it is so, so, so important to love yourself because at the end of the day, you 
are it. You came into this world alone and you're going to leave alone. And that's just the truth. So why not love the fuck out of yourself while we're here? While we're here. It took me a while to love myself. It really did. It took a series of events after I was 17 years old and, and different situations when I started modeling and people started to believe in me and I started to do sales and, and, and started to go to the gym and all this stuff. It took me a while to love myself. But here's some different ways that I practice self-love. Number one. This is a big one. Anybody listening, tattoo this on your brain. Have one day a week of self-love. Call it whatever you want. Self-love Sunday. Self-love Saturday. Whatever you want to do. Typically, I do it on, on a Sunday or depending on my schedule. I choose one day a week. But I used to do it a lot, a lot, a lot on Sunday. Self-love Sunday. One day a week where it's just you loving the freaking hell out of yourself whatever that means for you ladies out there go get your nails done get a massage get a pedicure go hang out with a friend that makes you extremely happy if you're an introvert spend time with yourself if you're an extrovert fill your love cup with people that love the shit out of you what works for me i'm 51% 51% introvert, 49% extrovert, hence the podcast and all the videos and all this stuff. But what works for me is massages. And guys, there are so many good benefits to massages. It is ridiculous. Don't worry about the money. Get insurance. Do what you got to do. Go for a massage once a week if you can. Twice a month, once a month. At least go once a month. Bare minimum, get one massage a month. You will thank me later. Other things I like to do, I like to go to the chiropractor. That's my thing. I'm a tall guy. I'm like a giraffe and I need to, <laughs> I need to get adjusted or else my body's going to start to hurt. Read if that's your thing. Listen to music if that's your thing. Go out in nature if that's your thing. Whatever your thing is right now, I want you to think about one day a week where you can clear it off just for yourself, just for you, nobody else. Turn your phone off. Have no commitments that day and just love yourself. The flaws you may have, we all have flaws. None of, us, none of us are perfect. And celebrate the shit out of all the great things that you have. If I can suggest anything to you that has changed my life, it is celebrating. Because as human beings, we are so, 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 so incredibly hard on ourselves. We always want the next thing. We do something great, we want the next thing. However, it's important for your brain Your brain loves when you celebrate. If you do something good, celebrate, dance, shake your ass, whatever you got to do, just celebrate any victories, small, big, anything. I I, I own and I operate a marketing company and our company was getting very intense the other week and I I could feel the vibe and I'm the youngest in the company, but I could feel the vibe. And we just signed our first client, a massive, massive client for 2020 and we were still so intense. What the fuck is the point of business if you're not going to have fun? What is the point of business if you're not going to have fun? Or life in general. What's the point of life if you're not going to have fun while we're on this fucking planet? One time, I might add, my friends. We were on this planet one time. All right, so what the story went like this. And this is kind of a tangent, but I promise you it'll deliver you value. We're on the topic of celebrating. So I told the guys, I'm guys... I said, guys, this is getting a bit too serious. We just signed the biggest client of our entire lives. 
and it's the start of 2020, a new decade. Let's go and celebrate. And they said, hmm, Alex, that's a good idea. Let's go celebrate. So what do we do? We booked a nice restaurant. It's just the three of us. It's me and two other founders of the company. And we went to celebrate. No alternative agenda. We just celebrated life, celebrated ourselves, celebrated our journey, celebrated everything, the small things, the big things. It doesn't need to be a massive client. It doesn't need to be a massive thing. Just celebrate. Small things. You took a shit. Celebrate that shit. <laughs> All right. I'm joking here, but I'm, ser I'm, I, I'm serious. This is going to change your life. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Whatever you need to do. If you do something great, put on some music, dance, do something to celebrate. Your brain loves that. If you do something good and you celebrate, your brain's going to want more of it. And then you're going to start to act more towards those good things. So every good thing you do, just celebrate. Fuck yeah. I went to the gym. Fuck yeah. I ate healthy. Fuck yeah. I drank water this morning. Lots of water this morning. Fuck yeah. Like whatever it may be celebrate. So that's my number one self-love tip. Number one is the biggest one. Choose one day a week to love yourself. Spend time with yourself. Meditate. Read a book. Go for a walk outside. Go to your favorite cafe. Eat your favorite food. Whatever it may be. Guys, I want you to think about it right now. That's number one biggest thing. Self-love Sunday, self-love Saturday, or one day a week that you're loving yourself. All right. Number two is this one changed my life. I'm going to murder this, how to pronounce this. I, I believe it's like this. Hapono, Hapono or something like that. Anyway, it goes like this. I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. All right. I'm going to write that down in the description because I believe I just murdered how it's called, but it's very complicated how to say it. I'll say it again. I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. That just feels good saying it. And you could say that to others. You don't have to say it directly to them. You could say it in your head and think about them. You could say it to yourself. My favorite one, if, I'm, if I did something wrong or something bad, we all do bad things, guys. None of us are perfect. I will look myself in the mirror and say, I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. And repeat that until you feel calm. You feel good. <sighs> that changed my life. And full credit to the seminars that I've gone to for that, that have taught me that. So that's number two, guys, to love yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and just say, I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. And if, the, if you ever did harm to anybody else, close your eyes, hold your heart and say that and think about them and you'll feel amazing. So that's my, my second thing. Look at yourself in the mirror and say it to yourself. Say, I love you. You fucking rock. You rock. All right, guys. So that's number two. Number three way to love yourself is your body's your temple, guys. I go on and on and on about healthy eating, but make sure that you stay hydrated. I'm always drinking my water. And if you're looking at this on whatever social media, I was it's gone now. I was drinking water earlier. Lots and lots and lots of water in the morning. My top suggestion for you is love yourself. Put a glass of water beside your bed and every morning you wake up, instead of touching your phone, drink that glass of water. You will thank me later. And guys, treat you only have one body your entire life. Eat as healthy as you can. And my top tip for this, just like the one day a week that I love myself, one day a week I will, if I choose to, I will let myself eat whatever I want. 
I will have some ice cream. I will have a pizza. I will do whatever I want. But those other six days, I am on it. I'm staying healthy, drinking lots of water, eating as healthy as possible, eating live foods, all the vegetables. I'm not, you guys know about this. All right. I'll do another episode deep on, on, on eating and nutrition though. But guys, third way to love yourself is to hydrate yourself. Your body is your car. You would never let your car run low on oil and eventually burn out and, and blow the engine. So don't treat your body like that. You have one body, one life, treat your body amazing, eat healthy, drink shit tons of water more than you think. And you will thank me later. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Real Time with Alex Normandin. I really hope that this brought you value in some way, shape, or form. And my suggestion to you is this. Just think about how you can love more, love yourself more, love others more unconditionally, even if they're being rude to you or even if they're being being mean or whatever. Just love everyone. Love heals and I will leave it at that. I normally release episodes every single Wednesday. I kept this one because I really wanted to release an episode on Valentine's Day, which is Friday right now. So I truly believe that you found you got value in this episode, my friends. And until next time, next week's episode on Wednesday, thank you for listening. This has been A Real Time with Alex. Take care. You rock. Ciao.